Hey, welcome to episode number two of In the Rockwell Podcast. Guys, we got a big one for you here. We're going to con- continue the conversation we had last time about making money doing CrossFit and how you can become a professional CrossFit athlete. This is an awesome episode, and I'm excited to announce our new company that's going to help represent athletes. But first, just listen to that funky beat. What's up? Good morning, everybody. It's 6.02 a.m. in Utah, and I am Chaco Comrie. I am the director of the Rockwell Championship Series, and we're back with another episode. Uh, I want to continue the conversation we had on the last episode because there's more to it um, than what we talked about, and I'll give a recap and all of that. Uh, So before we begin, I want to kind of give a shout out to some of our supporters um, that are going on out there. We are just finishing up our um, Olympic lifting weight, our liftoff, our Rockwell liftoff, and it's it's been great. Um, We're going to be announcing the winners of the team series here shortly. Um, I have everything kind of on a deadline set for April 28th, so stand by for that. Um, as well as getting your schedule for the main event. The main event, if you guys did not know, is on May 31st and June 1st in North Salt Lake. Okay. Um, at You can Google Rockwell CrossFit. It's attached to the Rockwell training facility in which our venue is going to be. Okay. So um, just shout out to our sponsor, Rockwell Watches. You guys can go to their website. They have some sick, sick gear. You can get stuff that's a per the training facility, or if you just want some Rockwell branded stuff, uh, you as an athlete can get a discount. Of course, if you guys show up there, go ahead and DM me if you want that discount code and I'll help you out. What else? Um, Let's see. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at um, the underscore Rockwell underscore championships or on Facebook. It's um, kind of a weird name, but the Rockwell Wasatch championships. If you guys didn't know, this was originally the Wasatch Championships, then we partnered up with Rockwell Watches. Um, And it's been an awesome, awesome time since then. Also, make sure you guys push the follow button or the subscribe button on iTunes or on SoundCloud. We'll be on Spotify in no time. Okay. So let's kind of get to this. Um, In the last episode, we talked about how to make your career actually happen as a CrossFitter, right? So, I mean, I, I went back and I did some research on, and, and in fact, I was kind of really inspired by Stacy Tovar's most recent article about how she made this into a, many, a money-making career and kind of avoiding some of the pitfalls that a lot of us athletes, or you athletes, I should say, go through in order to make it to the games, right? That's the ultimate goal is to continue that process because that process is absolutely amazing. And then we continue to climb mountains after that. Um, so I went back and I wanted to kind of research how far back were people saying that, Hey, don't quit your day job. This is not for everybody. And it was just as, as, as recent as last year. Um, and in the truth and reality, the way that the test was set up right? So we had this worldwide open that our top 20 athletes, um, we're going to join this super region in, for us, it was the South region. Um, shout out to the Southwest region that was before that, but you know, got to give my love to the other players in the South region. Um, they would get together and they would throw down. 
the biggest issue that we found was that, um, well, I mean, uh, the the open's not going to be perfect or anything like that. I saw I saw some things in the open that were like, you know, we 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 take a sample um, video of the five workouts that they do, and if they mess up, then they get a penalized thing on on one workout, but then they kind of leave the other workouts alone they just kind of penalize the one which is kind of like a hairy situation uh if you guys are following what's going on right now like it's like the biggest blast ever um uh, one of the guys who qualified for the crossfit games and i'm not sure what they're going to end up ruling on all this stuff i don't have any say on that it's just like i'm just kind of throwing in my my two cents is um he had completely missed 10 handstand push-ups like i mean he mean i mean he skipped he, he got to 40 and he skipped 10 and then he ended up finishing that workout got penalized um put some time on there but yet he still was able to qualify um there's some inherent problems with that in my opinion but anyways go go listen to the talking elite fitness they actually elaborate on it a whole lot more in their most recent episode which is really good um it's kind of the current state of affairs that are going on right now this is year one this is the wild wild west of this new found piece and this kind of brings me back to my point what i was advocating in my last episode was that you as a crossfitter have more of a chance of actually becoming a professional now than you did as as recent as just last year right we have this pool right okay so let's let's break it up into three tiers tier number one is these lifers now i ran festivus games for four years loved it to death because i got to see people lose 100 pounds and get their first pull up or you know they've never done a sit up before because their stomach was in the way and it was amazing to see that stuff um and seeing on a massive scale, but even that's a competitive side, but I'd even say tier one are those who don't even compete at all. They just utilize CrossFit to cure their chronic disease or stave it off for longer and turn back time. That's what they do. And that's great. All right. Then you've got the other extreme. It's the very few, the what the 1% of the point two. it's, I think it actually like uh, sums out to like a, a 0.24% of the CrossFit competition, um, playing field that make it to the games and actually perform extremely well at the games. And they are pretty consistent over time making, making this happen. I mean, showing up at the games year after year after year and they're freaking fit. It's amazing. And then you have this pool like right in the middle. That's huge. The second tier where you got people who are winning local throwdowns They're um, they make it to regionals. They make it to regionals and they get last place and they it's like or they're like or or they just miss qualification for the games like in and, and all of that and um but there's a massive amount of people in this area and in fact most of the crossfit influencers that are out there on social media are not the ones who are at the games are not the ones who are representing the podium even um i mean matt fraser's clearly got one million followers and all of that but i'm talking about there's such a mass here if you add their totals up it's there's there's a massive amount of crossfit enthusiasts that are following these people all right and i'll get that i'll get to why that's important in just a second but becoming a professional athlete in the sport of crossfit was literally a lottery shoot 
Um, it was dependent upon what was going to show up in the open. It was dependent upon how things were going to go in regards to standards because some standards were changing with handstand pushups and all that throughout the years. Um, then also standards of qualification as a team. I mean, there's there was there's all these different factors in what was going to get you to regionals. But there were people who were sacrificing their livelihood almost to a disorderly, a uh, 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 like, like a. Uh, 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 an actual disorder in their life to make it to regional so that they can say they were a regional caliber athlete. And one of the reasons why that's so important is because they become a little bit more marketable. That's not always the case. I think that that's kind of a, it's a, it's a faux pas. Yeah. If I have to say, because it doesn't always make you marketable. There's, there's other things that will make you marketable. Even if you didn't quite make it, you know, that far. But anywho, that's another story for another day. Um, but like there are very few athletes at that that were like really changing up the leaderboard at the games every single year. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, gotten to know him over the years, uh, Mitchell Stevenson, um, out of the West region. The, he almost qualified two years ago by just the skin of his teeth. And, and George Sanchez came out and just freaking crushed the row climb thruster workout. That was a program there. Um, so did Cole Sager, of course. I mean, like the, I mean, went for broken and, and Cole and, and with that happening, Cole Sager bumped up and, and then George Sanchez took the spot and Mitchell, uh, took all year to qualify and like really pushed himself to many limits mentally and physically. Um, and he didn't make it, but then the following year he actually did qualify and make it to the games. Um, and it's, it was awesome. So, but I see friends of mine, I see people that I love, uh, my wife, my, uh, good friends at different gyms that they go to these local throwdowns and I see them continually improving. And me as a coach over the past, what golly, it's been, um, six, seven, seven years, seven, almost eight years as a coach. I mean, I, I've had multiple people come to me and say, Hey, what's the likelihood of making it to the CrossFit games or even make it to the regionals, you know? And of course, like you kind of are like, okay, well, it depends on you, what you answer in the following questions. Um, and we kind of go through that and we never want to dash the hope because hope is everything. Hope is everything that we, we need in order for us to, uh, procure excellence, right, is to have hope that it matters and to have hope that it's actually something we can accomplish. Um, we put our, we go buy a lottery ticket with the hope that we win the lottery, um, even though the percentages of us actually winning the lottery are slim to none, but it just has to happen one time. Anyways, um, you see what I'm saying? But this was like the lottery um, the way that they had it set up. So, I mean, a lot of people, they're upset with the regionals being gone and things being changed and, you know, for good reason, like on the communication side of CrossFit, like they didn't do a really good job of like putting out there how things are supposed to go and how they're going to go in detail. I think that's because like CrossFit is really good at saying, okay, this is the, this is the main principles and co- concepts and we're going to actually refine it as we go. And they're, they're not afraid to make mistakes and it's not overly detrimental. Did they have a drop in open registrations? Yes, but look at the numbers. They still pulled, I think they only dropped like 13%. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big chunk of money, but then they're also not spending money on regionals anymore that they've gained back. So their ROI is amazing. 
on top of that, they're actually making money off of these sanction events. Um, as far as I've been told. Anyway, back to what I'm saying here is you you know, like the recap of the last episode was that like those who were going to make it in the long term are the ones that have representation to allow them to do the things that they do the best. And that is fitness to be in the gym on a constant basis without distraction. And Stacey Tovar kind of talks about how uh, approaching certain sponsors and the way that they are sponsoring you should determine on how you work with them because they can either help you or hinder you for your goals, right? Because everybody, because like capitalism, it's like the goal is for them to make as much money as possible. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's their business. I totally get it. And they're going to have different ways of doing things and that are very smart, but it doesn't always pan out for the athlete. And then when you've been when you've when they've gotten their use out of you, they kind of ditch you to the side. You know, it's like and I want to give the benefit of the doubt to a lot of the companies that I've worked with because they've done amazing jobs with athletes and stuff like that. But I want to work with the athletes a little bit more because this is a very important thing to understand as an athlete. If you want to make it to the top levels, if you don't want to make it to the top levels or if you don't have these aspirations to go to the games, that's okay. I just want to educate you guys on what I've learned as the director of the Rockwell Championships, dealing with um, bigger named athletes and um, those who have big aspirations of making it further, especially with the new format. So let's go over that really fast. With the new format, what is this do for the world of CrossFit. All right. We just found out that um, any shoe brand is allowed to be represented at the CrossFit Games in 2019. And I'm assuming that's going to be from this point forward. As far as we know, Reebok is uh, is due to, I don't know, their contract is up in 2020. The writing on the wall says they're probably not going to have Reebok as the exclusive sponsor. Anyway, I, you know, like only only CrossFit, the CrossFit Games can tell us, but that's the, um, the word on the street. So why is that important? Well, more opportunities for sponsors to get a hold of athletes. Okay, you hearing me? Now, Another thing, because we are so enthusiastic about our competition and the elite competition and the rise of the fittest on earth, we like obsess over it and I love it. It's like such an amazing thing that drives us um, on a daily basis. Um, There is these sanctionals. They just uh, released four more sanctionals, right? Um, obviously we are in the running and fighting for that sanction spot just as well. Like a, so shout out to all of you guys, cause you guys have made that real easy. Um, and of course, like I'm going to keep you updated on, on that fact. Um, uh, but the Southwest is really an amazing place to represent what CrossFit community and CrossFit competition is about. Um, but with this new format with now 20 sanctionals, that have been announced, every single one of them have a cash prize. Now, you may say to yourself, well, that means that like the top athletes are going to go and they are going to go win this and it's not really in the cards for me. Um, that's that's partially true, you know, but what we've seen now, it's later in the season. The open is done. The We've had quite a bit of sanction events. I think we've had half of them. We have two going on this weekend. I think it's the Italian showdown and then um, the Asia CrossFit Challenge or Asia CrossFit. 
oh gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm fluffing on that. But, um, but in Shanghai, which is awesome, we've noticed as the season gets deeper, the bigger names, they start to actually, um, stop showing up. They, 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 they say that they, they commit at first or they verbally commit. And then it's, it's just not in the cards for them to show up. There's no reason for them to show up because they have met their goal. And now they can like really zero in and focus unless they're trying to make some more money, gain some more influence and all of that. Like, um, Brent Fikowski was on talking elite fitness, um, this last week. And he was talking about like, they, they asked a solid question. How many of these sanctioned events can someone do before they hit burnout or, you know, and Brent's, answer was it depends on the athlete and like Danny Spiegel like she's like been hitting like all these sanctioned events it's incredible the amount of endurance that she's got in order to and and then also perform at a such a high level and like I, I, I think it's so cool but for her because it's like that's the kind of athlete that she is she just she loves the grind she loves to compete she's gonna go in and she's actually going to give her better opportunities setting up for her first time at the games, I believe, is this year. It's going to set her up to do well at the games, but I really feel like she's setting herself up for next year, right? Because then she's setting herself up with some cash deposits, some earnings, some winnings, some new sponsors. I mean, her following is incredible and the engagements on that is incredible. So then she's monetizing that really well. And she's able to invest in herself as an entrepreneur and, or, um, as Chris Ducker would call it is a youpreneur. So it's like, you are your job and you are representing yourself. Um, she's been doing a great job of that, that I think she's really setting herself up for 2020. Um, and this is kind of where I'm getting with you guys. What I have learned and what I have found out is that getting athlete representation is not a mainstream thing, but it should be. First of all, you should have someone that has your best interest that is invested in making sure that you are successful. Um, Your coach is doing that on the physical fitness side and some of your coaches are acting sort of like your your agent or your manager or your representative. Um, But the, the thing is like they do what they do best and that is coaching you to be to perform extremely well and me I've juggled many hats running a gym um, running uh, events and and talking with sponsors and everything like that and it's like this year where I have 100% focus on a major event most of my time is spent talking with sponsors, vendors, raising money, and making sure that this event is going to go smoothly so that people will come back for time and time again and we can have a freaking fun party. And with that being said, I know for a fact, like it is so difficult to go and coach classes to, you know, program on a regular basis because program takes a lot of mental capacity if you want to do it right especially if you have higher elite athletes that are on the on the fringe of making making their dent in the world of the crossfit games so my point is is that like even if you've got your coach that is your representative likely they have other clients or um other athletes that are under their belt that they have to also pay attention to you need someone to be able to zero in and focus on your um your persona your your following in your social media your 
your resume as far as a competitor goes, like being able to book frequent opportunities for you to go compete, to promote you, you need someone to be able to do that. But the thing is, is like in people's mind, it's like that is so far from their reality. And I'm like, I'm sitting here like it is right there. You just got to know the right person or you got to just talk to the right people. And, and luckily, it's like we are so close as a community that people will answer your questions when you ask them. All right. So my last episode got a lot of buzz. I got a lot of people who are calling me up and asking me for some advice and, 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 and ways to kind of get involved in what I was talking about about how I know how to represent someone to a vendor, just like I know how to represent my event. I can prove to my my vendor or sponsor or whomever it is that my event is has value for them, so therefore they should donate or they should participate or both or whatever it might be so that it, 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 it enhances the event. Now let's place the athlete in, in place of event I know how to represent an athlete, especially a person, and help them gain ground within sponsorships so that the athlete doesn't have to spend hours upon hours on useless bullshit, Like, like trying to get sponsors and all that stuff, like that is a tiring thing. Even like social media posts, like having a social media schedule and then being able to actually like schedule some time where you can interact with your audience. Um, I just said that you are your business, right? And so social media, when people are liking your photos, when people are commenting on your guys's photos on Instagram, on Twitter, on you know Facebook, if they're listening to your podcast, it's like, there has to be some rate of engagement because your sponsors are going to look at that. So it's like the more personalized you are with your audience, those are your customers per se, right? They may be fans, but they are also your customers. They are or your clients. You want to take great care of those who are also supporting you because they in a long roundabout way are going to ultimately sell you to a sponsor or a vendor. I'm not kidding. I've seen it. I've proven that, okay? So, something to think about. So, here's the thing that we're going to, I want you guys to do. You guys can research the different money-making opportunities on the sanction events, but like our event is not currently a sanction event, but we wanted to enhance the opportunities for athletes to make a little bit of money for all the time and sacrifice that they have had in their training and supporting local events and so on and so forth. So that's why we came out with large cash prizes. And, you know, like in one of the, one of the prizes that is going to be at the Rockwell championships main event is a chance for sponsorship. And I want to talk about that just a little bit and what that entails. So naturally this is something I've dreamed of for a very long time. I've, I've been able to create some really cool friends. I've been able to get deep into the elite CrossFit spectrum and I've learned how to um, talk with influencers and utilize influencers, you know, the, over, over this period of time. And, um, I've kind of come up with a blueprint where let's just say if you you can scale it back if you're just a novice athlete but you have big aspirations and and kind of moving the needle forward your coach is able to say hey physically speaking and mentally speaking and your nutritionally speaking 
this is what you need to do to optimize your fitness, right? One of those things is you need to be spending time in the gym practicing and training. If you do not have time because you have two jobs, you have a mortgage, you have all, you know, you have kids, you have all these different, you know, all these different responsibilities in your life. You can see the conundrum here. So what do we do? So us as, um, uh, says uh, mere mortals were like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to set my sights on qualifying for Wadapalooza in the RX division. That's a solid, solid goal. So what do I do? I go, I hit the qualifier for 20 bucks or 25 bucks. Then I make sure that I, I kick butt um, as much as I can. And then I get my invite and then I have to pay uh, $300 to um, enter into the competition in Florida. So if you're going from Utah to Florida and like going a round trip around that time, I mean, you're probably spending around like five, 600 bucks on flights. Then you got to also pay for hotel. You got to pay for food. Then also you remember you're losing money because you're not at work and you're not making money. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like most people they'll prepare because they're like, Hey, I got this one big goal, one event. But the truth of the matter is, if you want to be an elite athlete, you have to be amongst the elite athletes on a regular basis. Like you have to compete against them, whether it be being, you know, joining the same leaderboard as your heroes and getting smashed uh, on the leaderboard. You'll notice you creeping up the leaderboard as you go, but that's because you're now setting your sights on something higher. If you're like the the gym hero, the number one player in your gym, and like then like I see this happen a lot. It's like you're killing it in the gym, then you go to a local competition, you get smashed. You're like, what the heck? I'm freaking fit. It's like, yeah, but you're as fit as your world is. It has expanded. What's your base? If your base, if you're basing, like, hey, where where am I at in regards to the elites, the top 100 in the world, or uh, even in this case, like the top 500 in the world are some of the fittest on earth uh, from the open. That's where you want to kind of shoot for seeing what they're doing. What's their numbers? What's their um, what's what is their benchmarks? What are things that you can kind of look and compare? It's not just to compare on a negative side, but you do have to see what kind of caliber of athlete you can become in order for you to duplicate what they have. Now, if you have time and if you have resources, it becomes a little bit more accessible for you. Okay, that's that's what I'm advocating to you now. What's going on here? There, I, look, my, my I have an offer for you guys, um, and I offered this in the last episode. I do a lot of studying. This is all I do. I focus on creating opportunities for others to flourish in the things that they love in regards to CrossFit, right? So I wanted to create an event, the Rockwell Championship Series, and I wanted to team up with as many people as I possibly can to make this an opportunity for people to test their fitness, feel dang good about their training, feel dang good in the community and build an even stronger community and then also like have an opportunity to get to the CrossFit Games or if that's, you know, if that takes some time, then it's like I want to have an opportunity to for them to afford to go to a sanction event, 
right? So if you're like, because I just, I just gave an example of Wadapalooza, but all of these sanctioned events, especially now, I think we have like five sanctioned events in the U.S., and then everything else out of the 20, so 15 are going to be outside of the states, meaning you're going to travel. Now you're going to have, you're going to play the game because if you really want to try to get to the games, you're going to get to see who the pool of athletes you are, you're going to face in order to get to the, that sanction invite, right? So like if you notice that Matt Fraser is going to Dubai and you're trying to get first place, you're going to have to fight the fittest man on earth for the last three years. You're probably not going to go to invest all that money into Dubai in order to qualify, if that makes sense. Um, and we'll talk about qualification process another another day uh, because it, it, you don't always have to win first to qualify for the CrossFit Games within the sanction event due to the way that things pan out at the open and stuff. Um, but here's my offer. Here's Here's the thing that we're doing. So I've wanted to do this forever. After the last episode... I directly, I, I just, I just went right away and I, I purchased, um, I purchased a new business and um, it's something that I've done in the past. It's something that I've um, been able to focus on and like the infrastructure is already there and my relationship with vendors and sponsors are already there. Um, but it, it, I started a company. It's called Under the Lights Sports Media. Okay, and what we are doing is athlete promotion and marketing. I'm from Vegas. My friends, I grew up with boxing, with Floyd Money Mayweather, Oscar De La Hoya, you know, and then UFC. And the best, the way that those athletes, the way that Conor McGregor and you made his mark, the way that uh, Floyd Money Mayweather made his mark was through promotion. People talked him up, like especially considering that like Floyd Money Mayweather or um, even someone like Manny Pacquiao who like grew up in poverty. I lived in the Philippines for two years. I know exactly how he grew up. Um, He was promoted properly because he had this requisite skill. Then he got an amazing coach in Freddie Roach who coached Mike Tyson, uh, was on the coaching staff for Mike Tyson and, you know, molded Manny Pacquiao into this uh, awesome awesome lightweight you know i think he's featherweight or um boxer and now he's a, a freaking senator of the philippines but that was it started started with representation or you know or in a desire to be to have greatness with physical fitness in the sport of fitness you are molding your body every single day and as long as you're making correct decisions, doing some good recovery protocol, eating properly, you know, and then also um, working out at high intensities and keeping it, you know, um, on par with, uh, with with competition standards, it's like your ability to become a an elite athlete is there. Your time in order to make it happen is not so how do we do that? We get representation. So that's why I started the company that we do. That's going to be a part of the the winning um, prize. I mean, it's to some of you, that's not uh, a huge thing, but it is a huge thing um, because imagine if someone is fighting for the ability for you to stay in the gym and get paid to do so and to get some influence in this world. Um to those who are looking up to you. Uh, It is crazy. It is crazy how many people who have a large following, by large, let's just say 15,000 followers on Instagram, like legit followers, 
and higher who have an awesome engagement rate, like 8%, 7% and all that stuff. It's like, so 7% of your people are actually liking and commenting and sharing your stuff. Um, that your posts that you have for products and all that stuff, you guys are doing for free or some 15%, you know, we're going to give you a 15% off our protein, you know, um, they, you're not, that's that, that, that's really not helping you because you're still spending money. You're still spending time posting on these, uh, on the internets, uh, um, for these companies. And it's like, you're, I, your Instagram account, that's money. That is money. And your engagements, those are gold just waiting in your hands. Um, it's like you have diamonds in your yard and you just like, you know that they're there or you didn't know that they were there. And then hopefully this is me throwing you a bone and say, hey, there's a diamond there and there's a, there's a million more in your and just buried in your yard. Because um, if you go through influencer rates, there's an actual like calculator out there that like can calculate based on your following on Instagram and based on your interactions and your engagements on those posts and it comes out with an average and there's a dollar amount that you are worth per post so when you've got someone saying hey post my product and stuff like that and you're like oh yeah no problem like you're a saint um and it's okay to do that from time to time it's like but i think that uh, a vendor sponsor and athlete relationship should be where you know you're raising tides like you're no, no one is a cancer taking out more than they're giving um i think it should be be able to lift everybody up that's my opinion you guys can disagree if you want and some companies you know like they hate when i talk about this stuff but it's just the truth you know so this is how this, these are a couple ways that you can start making money um, doing what you love or at least opening the door uh, get some representation I'm gonna go ahead and release a lot more content on under the lights sports media uh, creating the Facebook page and the Instagram and of course our website you know in the next um, little bit because it's super important for you guys to understand what you're missing out on and how you can be represented and then how we can fight for the opportunity for you to continue to do what you love and 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 enjoy life while doing it while not having to work two three jobs um anyways uh so make sure that you guys uh hit me up if you guys have questions on that i i would love to talk more about that if you're interested in getting involved in the oper- in the opportunity to help you know these athletes get to where they need to go you need to um, direct message me because these athletes can make you a lot of money the and then athletes these sponsors can make you a lot of money um, and they can afford you more time, whether it's time with your family, time in the gym, you know, time to compete. You can go to a lot more of these competitions and afford more of these uh, qualifiers and all of that stuff. Okay. So our goals here for your CrossFit career, look, you started out paying with a membership and you're doing your thing. Maybe you're a coach now. It's like you, you right now, don't be scarce if a company comes to you and they have an offer, you can always rewrite the offer. If they come to you, you have the ball in your court. You can declare some of the terms. And you know what? Your terms may be outrageous to them at the time. And that's okay. That just means that 
you know, like right now that that is not going to work. It's like you're not you're not going to miss out on an opportunity down the road. If a supplement company comes to you and says, hey, we're going to do this for you. And you're like, no, I'm worth this. I want this. And they say no. But then like, let's say a year down the road, now you're qualified for the games. You don't think that said said company is going to give you what you want now? Yes, they are. Why? Because at the end of the day, business is business and it's about making sure that their company is thriving so that they could feed their family. Um, that's just the truth and the reality of it. And the ones that don't follow that path, like, I'd, sorry, they're going to end up phasing out anyway. Um So make sure that you are seriously considering getting someone to represent you. Um, If that means that it's your mom, it's your dad, it's your, if your coach has the capacity to do it, that's fine. If it's me, I would love to talk more about it and we can figure out how we can do that. Or if it's something that you want to take on for yourself until you've earned some cash and then, um, and all that, that's, that's fine too. But make sure you're doing something along those lines. There are people who specialize in this stuff and I'm one of them. So I want to help you with that. That's my plug for you. Um, so go ahead and DM me if you want. Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kind of in, give some insight for you already. So things to look forward to. We do have um, one more announcement that I'm super excited about, and I hope you guys are too. We are doing a challenge. So at Wadapalooza, they had something called the Gauntlet. It was really cool. If you guys have not heard of it, go to the Buttery Bros um, YouTube channel, and they have an episode on them actually participating, I think with Tommy Marquez as well, in the Gauntlet. Well, we're doing something very similar. Uh, we're doing something called the Refiner's Fire, and I've contacted Faith RX and said it asked if it was okay for those who enter into the refiner's fire which is going to be an online challenge um if we were to donate part of your entry fee to faith rx and their mission um to spreading happiness and, and love throughout the world uh and, and and do it in the name of um Becky Konzelman, I'm sorry if I if I uh, mispronounce the name, but it's like she she recently passed away and she was a staple in the community. She was one of the founders of Faith RX, and it was very sudden and a surprise to all when she passed away. Um, and we know she's with her maker, and um, we're we 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 still are pr- always praying uh, for for healing and for love um, on on that front. But like what. I love doing is I love um, giveaways. I love doing um, donations and 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 helping as as much as I possibly can. That's in my capacity, and this is something that I wanted to do. We were gonna try to host this type of event at our main event, but I'm like, no, no, we need to spread this out through as much people as we possibly can. So you're gonna see more um, info on that pretty soon. But it's called the Refiner's Fire Challenge. Long story short, and I'll explain more down the road, but it will be a, it's a, it's a, you have the challenge is you have to finish four of the bench, four benchmark workouts that we will choose in one hour. If you, it's like there will be a entry fee and with that entry fee comes a lot of gifts and a lot of love. Like we've got some, you know, t-shirts and um, if you're going to come to the main event, I think we've got our VIP plus tickets in there. Um, If you can't come to the main event, then we've got, um, I think we're going to give a watch away, you know, like don't quote me on that, but we're going to, but ultimately we're going to have a package that's worth the entry just for 
participating. And then also, um, a part, uh, actually one fourth of your entry fee is going to go to faith RX. So, you know, it's for a good cause, but back to the workout. So it's like one hour to complete four benchmarks and I'll get, I'll, I'll throw you a bone. Two of the benchmarks that you will finish is Isabel 30 snatches for time at 135 and 95 and grace 30 clean and jerks 135 and 95 all right the other two we're going to announce once um registration is closed when we tested this there was roughly 30 percent of the field had actually finished um but you can do it. It's like we, we I believe we're also going to have a scaled challenge too. But like the, the, the biggest incentive that we have is that if you finish the challenge, then you will earn your money back and we'll actually give you a little bit more money. If you have the top time in the challenge, like, and we have tiers, like depending on how many people actually sign up, you know, like, but the very minimum tier is that you'll earn an additional 250 bucks. Um, if you have the top time and then it goes all the way up to, I think 600 bucks. Anyways, you'll hear more about that and I'm excited about that. Um, just once again, I'm excited to have you guys. We are finishing up a couple of the online qualifiers and then it's like, it's full on game time, but we're going to be having more of these challenges. We're going to have more opportunities for you to get involved in the Rockwell. Like with our city series, we have 20 gyms that are representing our city series. Um, leading up to the 2020 main event. Um, if you guys need tickets, you guys need to hit me up because they are almost, um, they, they, they're almost gone and we have them at sale price right now, but the ones that are left are going to go up to, you know, market price after Sunday, April 28th. So get on it or you need to contact me ASAP. And you know what? In the coaches VIP pass gives them all access. Trust me, you want your coach to have this pass because they have field seats and you're going to want that support. This is a big stage you're going to be on. It's going to be a regional style stage with two massive rigs that have 10 lanes that go from rig to rig. Um, and of course, you know, there's just a bunch of these events that are going to be awesome and fun. Uh, make sure that you guys are staying tuned. We do have a private group now on Facebook that you can join. It is the Rockwell Championships Comp- Championship Competitors and Supporters pay, or um, group. It is private. You do have to um, apply to get in. But essentially, it's just like these are the people who are engaging with our stuff the most. And we want to get the news out to you. If you are competing in the Rockwell, you do want to be a part of that because a lot of the announcements and a lot of the you know schedule stuff is going to be put out there. So make sure that you join. Well, this is Chaco Comrie. I'm going to uh, hang it up now because I've been going for a long time. But if you guys have questions, just a f- easy recap. You can become a professional CrossFitter. I know how to make you make it happen. Get in contact with me if you're interested. If you're interested in helping those CrossFitters get to that point because you're like me, um, then hit me up as well because there is awesome, awesome opportunities for you to bless a many, a many lives and see some amazing things happen. So thank you. This is Chaco, the director of the Rockwell Championship s- Series. Um, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and we will talk to you soon. There will be more content. I'm planning on um, finding a solid interview from one of our regional athletes that are competing in the Rockwell main event, which is May 31st and June 1st. So stay tuned and make sure you guys subscribe to us on Apple iTunes uh, podcast and 
of course, uh, SoundCloud. And then, of course, I'll let you know next episode if when we're on Spotify. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. And I'll see you in Colorado this weekend. <laughs>